This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 21st of September. Juzzy boy, another day, another time that Elon <laughs> Musk is under fire. His satellite internet company named Starlink is on notice from Australia's communication watchdog. <laughs> it appears that Starlink is offering limited time offers that actually have no end date. <laughs> so not quite a limited time offer. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me, P-Man. Fluxam, we are so excited to announce the Flux Academy course for next month. Drum roll, please. Hit him. It's been seriously requested by the Flux fam and it's all about difficult money conversations in your life and how to approach them. Think money strip, money scripts for your partner, your family and even your friends. So stay tuned because it's going to be a great month in the Academy. Three talkative stories today Juzzy boy. Let's do it. For our first KMD Brands, the owner of Kathmandu and Rip Curl has posted more than a billion dollars in sales for the first time. Done with my puffer jacket for the season B-Man and very happy with that so tell me more. Well Juzzy boy you may not have heard of KMD Brands Mm -hmm. itself but you've definitely heard of some of the brands that they own, yep. like Katmandu and like Rip Curl. And the lesser known Oboz, which is a US boots brand. You've got to love a good Katmandu, 99% <laughs> off everything yep. in store. And Brett, clearly it works because KMD Brands reported a 12.6% growth in revenue for the last 12 months. And hit the 1.1 billion New Zealand dollars number, which uh, is just over 1 billion mm-hmm. Australian dollary doodars. But Brett, KMD reckoned it's got a new secret sauce for the Katmandu brand specifically, and you may not like it. Secret herbs and spices, what is it? (laughs) Well, they're slowly shifting away from their high-low pricing strategy. You mean the price of their puffer jacket will actually be the price (laughs) of the puffer jacket? Yes, exactly. (laughs) And as a result of shifting away from the high-low strategy, Kathmandu's margins have improved from 4.7% to 7.9%. Well, you've certainly got me wondering what the key learning is. So what's the key learning here? A high-low pricing strategy is when you set prices higher than your competitors, but promote frequent sales and discounts. And this strategy can drive a significant amount of sales volume when on discount. But Brett, it can also eat into your profit margins if it's not managed too well. Yeah, in other words, if you go on sale too often, then your margins are squeezed. And B-Man, this strategy can become quite addictive for retailers. Well, when customers become conditioned to expect discounts Mm -hmm. and sales, then the retailer is going to struggle to sell when (laughs) these items are not on sale. (laughs) So the new consistent pricing strategy will lead to more stable profit margins. But might not create the same sense of urgency for purchases. For our second story, Instacart, the popular grocery delivery app, has IPO'd this week at a valuation of around 10 billion US dollars. But, 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 it actually wasn't a great outcome for investors. Uh, The wild ups and downs for tech companies and their loyal investors. So go on, B-Man. Some background here, Jazzy Boy. Instacart is an American delivery company founded in 2012. It basically lets customers order groceries from retailers and the shopping is done and delivered by a personal shopper. And now Instacart has IPO'd on the NASDAQ and it listed at a valuation around 10 billion US dollars. And on day one of trading, Instacart shares traded up as much as 43%. In the end, closing up around 12%. Not bad, Jazzy Boy, but what's interesting is that while it seems good on face value, many of Instacart's investors actually lost money. So what is the key learning here? Over the last decade, the bull market has created unrealistic expectations for many tech companies. Hey man, we've seen near zero interest rates and government stimulus spending during the pandemic. And this meant that tech companies, which uh, were having huge losses mm-hmm. by the by, they were able to raise money at juicy valuations. And then IPO on even juicier valuations. But then last year, rising interest rates forced investors to think again. Which resulted in big drops in the price of listed companies. Like Instacart's arch rival and competitor, DoorDash. So Brett, even though Instacart IPO this week at a valuation of nearly $10 billion, the number is down big time from its previous round. When it raised at a valuation of $30 
39 billion US dollars. So, B-Man, anyone who bought into any of Instacart's past three funding rounds are still underwater on their investment. For our third and final story, YouTube won't let Russell Brand sell ads on the platform after recent sexual assault allegations against him. Well, uh, there go the forgetting Sarah Marshall reruns. Tell me more. All right, B-Man. So, Russell Brand is an English comedian, he's an actor, and a conspiracy theorist. In recent years, he's focused his attention on his YouTube channel, where he has 6.6 million followers. But over the last week, allegations of rape and sexual assault have come against Russell Brand. And this week, YouTube said it would suspend Brand from selling ads on YouTube. Essentially, he's been suspended from the YouTube Partner Program, which allows certain creators to sell ads against their content. Mm, So what's the key learning here? For years, big tech platforms have disciplined users based on their on-platform activity, but that has changed in recent years. In the past, if a creator was, let's say, promoting violence, Mm -hmm. they would be disciplined. But now, they're going one step further. Yep, YouTube says it has suspended monetization on Russell Brand's channel for violating its creator responsibility policy. Which includes behavior that's off-platform and may harm YouTube users, their employees, or ecosystem. And it's all about taking actions to protect the YouTube community. And B-Man, this is a big step for YouTube because it sets a precedent for other platforms too. Uh Uh-huh, the BBC, they said earlier this week that they would remove some of Brand's content from their platform. So ultimately for YouTube, this is simply about putting distance between itself and Russell Brand's toxic brand. Mm -hmm. B-Man, the Flux Academy next month is the ultimate cheat sheet on difficult conversations. Money scripts for conversations with your partner, your family, even your friends. So stay tuned because it's going to be a great month in the Flux Academy. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.